Hello, hello, Fuji lovers. Tomasz here, founder and, and, and editor of the Fujilove magazine. And uh, we are back with another episode, kind of a special extra episode of Fujilove podcast. Why it's special? Because, uh, because we have a special guest. Uh, let, let me just, you know, run a, a quick introduction here. Today we will be talking about um, alien skin exposure. Those of you who have been following me for a while, you know that approximately, I think it was two years ago, I started using Exposure. Exposure is a, is a photo, photo editing software, raw, raw editor, raw photo editor. And uh, I, am, I am a big fan and proponent of, of Alien Skin Exposure. Um, we partnered up with Alien Skin. You might also know about it. We, we are um, sharing news about their software. I am using it on a daily basis. Uh, and that's why... Uh, every single day I actually get messages via social media, via email, with all possible questions about uh, exposure. Uh, exposure is now in their, in their X4 version. This is the newest version of the, of the software. They introduce new features, you know, with uh, every, every, um, every next version of the package. Uh, it's, a, it's a great piece of software, but the amount of questions is kind of uh, overwhelming for me. So I thought, what would be the, the, the you know, best possible way to answer the questions and I got the idea. We have a guest today the, and the guest is Finley Lee, CEO of Alien Skin Software and I think it's the best best solution to, to have all those questions covered. Hello Finley, how are you doing? Hello Tomas, I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. Thanks so much for, for jumping on the show here on the podcast. Let's talk about exposure, right? That's great. <laughs> um, you know, I know the I know the I know the software. I'm using it on a daily basis, like I just mentioned. So I will kind of play dumb a little bit, like you know, I will play someone who who has no idea about exposure, someone who maybe has been using another piece of software. You know, maybe maybe a Photoshop user, maybe Lightroom user, maybe Capture One. There is so many options today. What is tell us what is exposure like how does it differentiate itself from from other photo editing applications today there's so many on the market what yeah. is exposure absolutely uh, exposure is a photo editor that at its core is built on an amazing film simulation engine and we, we developed this engine um, years ago it's it's been around uh, at least 10 years uh, and it started life as a photoshop plugin so uh, as we we grew that product and more and more people started to use it on um, a lot of images maybe that went through their studio, um, we started to get a lot of requests to scale it up so that you could use it you know, more easily on a lot of images at once. And uh, because the, 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 the workflow of using it with, with uh, Photoshop or Lightroom um, are a little more conducive to using them on a single image at a time, uh, it really made sense to grow exposure into a full photo editor. And um, in the course of doing that, we identified some things that we, we thought were maybe design problems or, or issues with slowness or, or slow workflow with the existing solutions that were out there. And we use those to inform the design decisions that we, we made when we created Exposure. And so you know, today, Exposure is a pretty full feature package that uh, can handle all aspects of your photography workflow from bringing photos over from a camera card to doing your daily edits, you know, the usual adjustments to, to tone and you know, saturation and color that you might want to make. But then also getting into pretty sophisticated film simulations to give you these sort of gorgeous analog looks to special effects that you might achieve, you know, in the old days in a dark room 
but uh, you can add you know uh, uh, things like uh, uh, borders and light leaks to give give unique creative looks um, as sort of your post processing or your final step in your workflow before you go to export it and send it somewhere else. Okay, so so let's once more rewind a little bit because I remember those times. Uh, and correct me, probably I'm wrong. You know, off a little bit. How many years ago was it when when exposure started as a you know this suit of of, um, of looks of uh, as a plugin? You know, of of those film simulations. When was it? When when did uh, Alien Skin software came to life for the very first time? Yeah, so version one of Exposure came out in 2006. And that was a point where, you know, prior to that, Alien Skin had existed and done uh, Photoshop plugins, mostly for graphic design. So it was around this time that we saw digital photography getting really popular and uh, realized, hey, the folks who are using Photoshop, who use our tools, are also needing uh, tools to do work with their photography. And so, um, so that's that's how Exposure was born. Okay, so, so the very first version of... of um exposure as a, as a photo editing package, right? As an application. This was 2006? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, in 2006, that was the first version of the plugin. Oh, I see. And so the first version as the full photo editor was about five years ago. Um, we're in Exposure X4 right now, uh, and it's been about out for about six months. So I think that if you, if you go back four and a half years, that's when we first released Exposure X. And uh, Exposure X was useful as a, as a standalone photo editor, but it's really grown a lot since, since then. And uh, we've added all kinds of features, many at, at customer requests. Um, you know, people say, I, I really like your product, but I need it to do, you know, this certain uh, organization thing like smart, smart collections. And we have responded to that feedback and added in those features. So I can imagine because, okay, you have been working on a, you know, on a set of, Photoshop plugins, and then you you took the decision to actually create a full blown you know standalone photo editing application. This is a huge, a huge step I, I imagine in terms of development, you know, uh, software programming and everything. Was it a was it a um, difficult? I mean, was it a huge decision to take? And kind of um, did it require a, a big amount of you know reorganizing the entire team, you know, hiring people and so on. It did. We hired a couple people uh, and, and really devoted all the, the, the resources at the company towards building exposure as a full photo editor. And uh, there were some significant challenges with it. Uh, one, an ongoing one, is raw support. And so we, we've put a lot of energy and effort into making sure that the product uh, not only supports the, um, the body of cameras or the library of cameras that are out there in the world, but also that we're keeping up with uh, new camera developments as quickly as we can. And so um, we, we just released Fuji uh, X-T3 support uh, at the beginning of this year, and that was, that was mm -hmm. an important one for um, all of the users that we have that are using Fuji cameras. So we try to, try to get those out as quickly as we can. Um, that's probably one of the most challenging parts of the development is keeping up yeah. with all those raw <laughs> cameras. I love the DNG format because it's a very standardized format. And, um, mm -hmm. it's easier to support it because it's well documented, but we, we do definitely keep up with the latest cameras and, and, uh, make sure that we support them as well. Okay. Uh, we will for sure talk about, you know, your, your Fujifilm support, uh, a little, little bit later again. Uh, I have this toughest question for you. You know, you, you, you should, you might have been expecting this one. This is the number one question, of course, which I get from people seeing, you know, that, um, as a Fujifilm user, I am, I am, 
using exposure and I chose exposure as my main ap- photo editing application. So imagine a guy, a person coming to you who is a, let's say a Photoshop user. Photoshop has been there for ages as well. Right. And mm-hmm. he is asking you, okay, Finley. So tell me why should I switch to exposure or sh- should, or does he have to switch or maybe use both? What's, what's your answer here? Well, exposure is, is very flexible and it can handle a lot of different workflows from being, being a part of, a, say, an Adobe workflow, um, running it as a, as a plugin from Photoshop or an external editor from Lightroom. And of course, you can use it as a standalone photo editor um, all by itself as the, the main app or the main organizing app in your workflow. And uh, so we've tried to make the product useful in both situations. Um, the, the, uh, the argument for using exposure versus other tools, I, I think that exposure is really appealing to folks who are into the creative looks of film. And one thing that you get with exposure is this gigantic library. And it really, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> emphasize enough how much effort has gone into this, this giant library of film simulations. You know, we did a lot of working with photographers who had shot these films, you know, tracking down samples of, of uh, developed films um, so that we could look at them and make sure that we had the simulations exactly right. And so, you know, there's now, I think, over 500 presets in exposure, uh, many of them based on film simulations, many, many just more uh, creative looks that can be achieved with the, the sort of analog um, analog capabilities of the exposure engine. And mm-hmm. so when you buy exposure, you have this gigantic library of looks that you can start with. And then, you know, for creative folks, they always want to put their own stamp on uh, their, their images or on their looks. And so you can take these presets and tweak them for your own personal style. And uh, having done, after, after you've done that for a while, you, you end up with this, this sort of personalized library of looks that you can use over and over again and very quickly apply them to your photos as well. So there's sort of a, of a workflow uh, speed argument mm-hmm. for using exposure as well, if you, if you like those analog effects. Yeah, I have to absolutely agree here. The library of looks of those, you know, film simulations you, you, you have built into the software is just, is just crazy. It's amazing. I love black and white myself, and, uh, uh, and I have been already writing about it somewhere on the, on the page and on, in, the, in the Fujila Facebook group and so on. People could have seen many, many images. I love the black and white looks, you, you, film looks you guys built into the software, just some amazing stuff. And I also exactly love the fact that you can that you can work on the, I mean you can take any given preset and still tweak it to to you know to your liking and there is no limits basically of of, of um, how how much you can work on it right and so so it's 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 for sure the strong selling point um, i think l- let's touch a bit on the on the speed of the of the software because mm-hmm. i find that i'm i'm a mac user it runs really quick i mean like Lightroom is great. It's also an organi- or a, a catalog kind of, you know, it's an editor and a catalog kind of software for photographers. Exposure, and you guys, you take a bit, a little bit different approach, right, when it comes to cataloging files on 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 hard drive, right? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, maybe you could you could explain a little bit how how exposure works here in this regard. Sure. Uh, we like to refer to exposure as a catalog-free editor, and uh, but but I realize there's a danger of saying that, and that people will think. Oh, if it's a catalog-free editor, then it's going to be missing a lot of the, the important features that I need. Uh, what we what we mean by catalog-free is that Exposure doesn't rely on a central database for keeping track of your your image edits and your uh, changes to 
the organizational metadata like stars and, and color labels. Um, with exposure, we write a, a small metadata, metadata file, an XMP file into your image folder right next to your images. And that's where the, the edits are kept. And so there's no central point of failure. You know, if you were to have a, a you know, problem with your say Lightroom catalog, um, it's, it's, it contains your image edit. It's, it's just gone if you haven't backed it up. So mm -hmm. uh, exposure has this, this you know, fairly distributed design, which really uh, promotes reliability and also speed. You know, uh, we've really designed it so that um, th th this direct access to the file metadata ma makes it so that everything goes very quick. And um, we, we found that a lot of people who previously relied on, you know, maybe tools like Photo Mechanic to get around some of the, the slowness of uh, Lightroom for culling and organizing and things like that can now do all of their work in one, uh, one tool. Mm -hmm. Uh, in exposure. So, so, so for those of our listeners, you know, who are, because there is many people who kind of understand, you know, also technically how the, you know, whole file structure processes work. Uh, if I understand it correctly, right, the, uh, I mean, exposure saves this little side, sidecar, is it called, right? The, yes. the, the file next to the actual photo file mm -hmm. in the same folder, right? And that's why it can access it so quickly when editing. That's correct. It's just a very small, simple file that can be accessed very quickly. And this, this architecture has some other exam advantages as well. It's very easy to move a folder uh, to another machine. All you have mm -hmm. to do is drag it over to a USB stick or over your network. And those little metadata files are gonna come right along with it in the folder when you go over to your other machine and load things up in exposure, everything's gonna be visible and ready to use. This was actually one of the, you know, those moments which also convinced me in the very beginning for to, to, to you know, to switch to exposure. <laughs> because I had this story with Lightroom where I, you know, I stored my images on the separate, on the external hard drive. I, I grabbed the hard drive and I had a laptop with me, I mean, not my main machine, and I was going on a, on a workshop. I think it was Venice, Italy. Uh, I arrived in Venice, you know, connected my photos to the, to the laptop, uh, launched Lightroom, which I also had over there, but the main catalog, the main library for, uh, uh, file was missing mm -hmm. on, the, on the laptop. So all my photos, I, I mean, I, I could basically open my raw images and all my edits stayed at home. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I was devastated because I, was, <laughs> I remember I had to run a presentation opening the workshop. <laughs> my edits were at home, you know, yeah. and there was no way. I didn't have a cloud backup at that time and, or anything. This I love about exposure that I basically, you know, now I have a, a hard drive. It says exposure files. I disconnect it from my main machine and, uh, you know, pack it together with the laptop into my bag and, and fly away, connect it to the laptop on the location. Everything is there. It's just there is no risk of forgetting. I mean, you have to remember your, your, your one drive. That's for sure, right? Right. <laughs> Otherwise, there is no risk of, of uh, forgetting your edits. Yeah, we that's really like the design because... You know, it's a it's a model that's very easily understood. There's not a lot of complexity to it, and there's some complexity under the hood in the way that we implemented it for, for the person using it. It just is is very simple and easy to understand. Your your photo edits are always with your files. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, now so let's talk now about you know your relationship with with Fujifilm with us with Fujilove. I mean that's why we love you as well. Uh, you you have Fujifilm simulations built in as well, right? The 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 Fujifilm uh, uh, 
film in camera simulations are yeah. in exposure, right? So you can apply them directly to, to raw files, right? Is it correct? Yes. So so there's a lot of there's a lot of love for Fuji in exposure, <laughs> uh, and and even before we we implemented these these uh, most recently we implemented these these simulations to mimic the the in camera uh, simulations that you have in a Fuji camera. But even before that, we had tons of Fuji film simulations that you can find in exposure. Mm -hmm. um, one of our some of our favorite uh, simulations are in there. Um, but just to talk about my own experience with with Fuji cameras, a couple of years ago, I was in the market for a, um, an interchangeable lens camera, and uh, I kind of stumbled across the X-T1 and, uh, and really liked it. And so, so I bought one for my, my personal photography. I'm, I'm not a professional photographer, but I do like to take, um, take photography as a, as a hobbyist. And so um, I've been using my Fuji X-T1 for, for years and love it. And so that's kind of informed our, our interest in, um, in, in supporting those cameras well. Uh, you know, I, I let the guys know when we were working on exposure as a standalone editor, hey, let's make sure that we have the quality uh, where it needs to be. And so I, we definitely spent a little bit of extra time on the, the Fuji rendering. There's some challenges with, with rendering Fuji files, um, such as they're, they're, they've got a rotated sensor, which is, is an interesting thing. Um, for cameras, but we, we made sure we worked on that a lot and had a really good uh, approach to rendering uh, files from those cameras. One of the questions also that, that you know appears quite a lot when I when I receive messages from our readers and listeners is: um, um, Are most of the you know camera mod Fujifilm camera models and lens models supported by exposure? Uh, how does it look? I mean, we know that Fujifilm has actually um, lens corrections very often built into the lens and also cameras are doing much of the work. Mm -hmm. Does it mean, I mean, is everything Fujifilm, <laughs> Fujifilm born supported by, by uh, in exposure? That's a good question. I, I, I don't know if I could say for sure that everything is supported. Um, I'd have to see a list. I mean, I, I can tell you we're paying attention to camera models as they're released. And when customers get in touch with us and, and ask for support, we definitely hop on it pretty quickly. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I would say that there's a strong effort made to support um, all the latest and greatest Fuji Fujifilm stuff, but I couldn't tell you if it was completely comprehensive. Okay, but so the, all, all of the latest models, I think, including GFX, are, are of course supported, right? Yes. Okay, that, that's great. Um, so now today you are at the X4, right? Exposure X4 version. Could you briefly go through to the through the you know new features you added to the whole you know to the list of exposure features? What's new in Exposure X4? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the big features that we added in Exposure X4 was smart collections, um, which allow you to automatically populate a collection based on the criteria that you specify. So you can easily create a say a collection that has all of your highest rated images or your highest rated images with a certain keyword. Um, this is something that, you know, is just a time saver as far as organization goes. So you don't have to, if you like to keep collections with a certain criteria, you don't have to manually uh, update them. Mm -hmm. Another important thing that we added um, also at customer request was a Lightroom migration tool. And what this does is it will examine a Lightroom catalog and bring in that information into exposure metadata files for your photos. Um, it currently uh, brings over organizational metadata 
and not editing metadata, but we, we'd like to take a look at editing metadata and possibly have that in a future release. Many, many new features. And uh, coming back to the Lightroom catalog, um, is there any way, because I know many software developers are struggling with this, of kind of, I know it's not possible and entirely, but kind of, you know, to take over the, your edits from Lightroom and, you know, kind of migrate them into, into exposure. Is it doable at all? Yeah, that, that is something that is very, very difficult to do. And it's because there are fundamental differences between Lightroom's processing engine and Exposure's processing engine. And so, you know, for us to, to make your, your looks from your Lightroom catalog come over exactly, we've got to understand exactly how those two engines map to each other, which is, you know, there's so many sliders and uh, other variables. Uh, it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, I think it may be possible, but we haven't tried to tackle it yet. Anything else you might, you know, <laughs> reveal uh, about the future? You know, is there anything you, you can talk about that you are working uh, on? Yeah. For the future releases? I can tell you that we've got, uh, we typically do, you know, like an update in the fall. And then, uh, and, and that's often a paid update. You, know, you, you would buy an upgrade for it if you were an existing customer. But then in the spring, we have been doing uh, a big update that is free for all customers of that version of the product. And that's what we're working on right now. And I'm not ready to talk about too many of the new feature, but I can tell you that uh, one thing that we're working on is LUT support. And this is something that has been requested a lot. Uh, apparently there are a lot of, of LUTs available that are freely downloaded on the internet um, that are used for, for mostly grading video, it looks like to me. And so uh, we're going to be having a, a new panel in Exposure, which allows you to load up one of those LUTs and apply it to your images. So we're excited about that. This is exciting. I mean, I don't know exactly how much you can tell, but uh, uh, I know there are some options available in the, you know, in the software engineering that you can actually analyze any given image and kind of come up with this LUT table, you know, mm -hmm. based on the image. This would be amazing because it would mean actually I could take an image, you know, a JPEG file, let's say, I read a JPEG file, analyze its 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 look and match it closely in exposure, you know, uh, and have this then saved as my preset. This would be amazing. If you bring the, yeah. this on, then <laughs> we'll be all very happy, I think. That does sound pretty cool. In this, in this particular version, this next version, we are more focused on using existing LUTs rather than creating new ones. But... Mm -hmm. um, that, that that creating LUTs is definitely something that people have asked for, and something they'll be looking at looking into uh, in the future. Wonderful. Okay, Finley, let's let's talk about the the pricing. I mean, um, I know you offer a free trial download, right? So everyone interested can 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 check out Exposure. Is it thirty days? Yeah, that's correct. We've got a thirty day trial that is is fully functional. Uh, it doesn't doesn't. Uh, limit your use of it at all. You can, you can try it out and use any of the presets, use any of the functions in the software and really see if it's, if it's right for your workflow. And of course the trial works as not only the standalone editor, but it could also be used as a Lightroom extension or a Photoshop plugin as well. Great. So, and, and what's the, you know, the final price of exposure and is there anything you could maybe offer Fujilab um, <laughs> podcast listeners? I will be pushing here. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I can tell you that, that, uh, Exposure is $149 to new customers, and uh, we have, through you guys, we have a coupon code, FUJILOVE, which you'd enter at checkout, and it'll give you 10% off of that purchase price. And further, I can tell you that we are having a sale right now, which is running through March 4th, 
and that will give you about 30% off of uh, a new purchase. So with the uh, additional Fujilove code, I believe it's... Uh, Oh, so, so people can combine those two things now? They can combine the two things, yes. Yeah, this is great. Okay, guys, uh, check it out. Download it as soon as you can. <laughs> I think that there have, I don't remember any better moment in the, in the past <laughs> yeah. to actually grab exposure, right? So it, uh, it would give you actually, so it's 10% of Fujilife coupon code on the 30% sale price. That's correct. Yeah, and that promotion wow. lasts through March 4th. Okay, excellent. Finley. Thanks so much for, for, I think, clarifying many things here, explaining how exposure works. Um, one question, how, how big is the team? How, how big is the team working on exposure? I was always wondering how, how big are those teams, you know, working on such packages? Sure, we're, we're pretty small. We've got 11 people total in the company. And then uh, our technical team is like six people, I think, t testers okay. and developers. So, um, you know, we're small but agile. We, we, no, definitely, yeah, so, but definitely producing an excellent product. Really, I am, I, am, I am so happy myself using it. You know, I'm sitting in it every day, you know, exploring all the different looks. It's almost sometimes I have to, you know, like limit myself and say, Tomasz, just stick to your, you know, presets because there is so much you can explore. But it's definitely something great, you know, for, for, for our creativity and, you know, for, for, for staying on fire as a photographer because, um, yeah. I think post-processing is a is a very important part of the of the entire process. You know, from capturing the image, you know, preparing it, uh, and then uh, you know, kind of tunneling your vision, and then working on it in 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 post. I think it's a it's a it's a crucial part of the entire process, and exposure really fits in here perfectly for me. I'm I'm so glad that exposure is is the the editor that you love to use, um, and I have to say, um, I watched the the Fuji Love. Facebook group and um, keep an eye on on the images that uh, exposure that users are creating with exposure, and uh, it's just inspiring. So that that helps us to wake up every day and work on the program, knowing people are are creating such wonderful work with it. Yeah, thanks so much, Finley. We'll be definitely you know following you guys, uh, observing and you know downloading next next versions and and uh, wishing you all the best for the future uh, to make the product exposure better and better. And we'll be definitely you know um, supporting you as much as we can along the way. Thank you, Tomas. Thank you so much, Finley. Bye bye. Bye bye.